Man, for that last segment, 15 minutes sure went by quick, man. Um, but okay, let's go ahead and jump into the second subject of the night. This one is five-fingered beans. And what, what I'm trying to get my point across with this is that um, utilizing hand tremblers and crystal gazers and the Medicine Man Association, why can't we have like a better outcome for um, like, you know, future... Future pen, uh, well, not so much. Well, future problems. Let, let's just say that because you know the next problem that the government's tr- probably trying to work out is going to be. Um, it may not be virus related. It might be like terrorism or solar flares, or you know, just you know, they'll come up with something. Total blackouts. Um, whatever it is, you know, the point of the five fingered beings is that um, this, like I was saying in uh, episode one of uh, season three, was that I wanted to have these two guests come on and they were explaining to a friend of mine about like what I was saying about uh, biracial babies conducting ceremonies and kind of being gifted and, you know, what is, what would be possible outcomes if a biracial baby and I'm saying baby because, you know, they will eventually grow whatever powers they have and they will start running ceremonies. Now, does that mean that the, the ceremony is still legit or is it kind of a knockoff version of um, a true uh, full-blooded Navajo running the ceremony? And they were talking about how the uh, medicine men, when they do their prayers, they're talking about five-fingered beings. So they never really isolate a race, a group, a creed, you know, anything like that. You know, they just, they say five, five fingered beings. So I thought, man, that's pretty cool, man. I never really thought about that. I may have heard it a couple of times in the past, but, um, I never really utilized it. So I just want to use it for this segment anyways. So on that note, let's say the five fingered bean. And when I say that, I mean like, uh, everybody at this point, um, the whole world is getting sick and tired of the government running their countries, running everything, running and ruining um, the way of life that people have set out to live with and to live by. And when using using the terminology five fingered beings, I'm you know just saying humans um, all over the uh, continents, all over the world, they. They all have their frustrations with the um, the way the government handles the the virus, the vaccine, the lockdowns, the face covers, you know, booster shots, the isolations, the um, the social distancing, the guidelines, the mandates. You know, they're just. I mean, right now in Canada, apparently there's uh, these truckers that are all gathering. I don't know. It's like in Ottawa, in somewhere in Canada that. Um, there are there the truckers are there to support uh i think it was like some people that were didn't like the way the canadian president justin trudeau was you know i i guess the way he was handling the uh the whole pandemic thing i that thing i really don't know too much about so i'll do some research on it and i'll get back to it later because it's um it's just kind of new to me it's really recent i barely kind of saw videos on youtube about it um this afternoon 
<laughs> anyways um so so going back to season one this is a subject that i wanted to talk about too the um the hand tremblers and the crystal gazers um there's probably another form of kind of being like uh looking into a crystal ball the you know the best way i can describe it kind of being like navajo gypsies you know using a certain talent to find out what's going on and you know this is um these are people that we go see when we're when we don't have when we need answers basically and then um they usually find all this stuff out so the one part that kind of really confused me i think i did talk about it in se- uh season 1 and 2 was that these these medicine people they um these hatkhatlis and all that male female how come they were all really listening to the government saying wear your face cover and uh, get vaccinated and social distance and stay home stay safe you know they they never really used their ability to kind of look into that and some of them that we know you know they were they were scared. They didn't want to talk to us. They were like, oh, well, you have to stay outside, stand by the porch. I'm like, what? Come on, man. You know, you could tell if we were infected or deadly or, you know, and not only that, why are you, you know, judging off of that? What what the um, the mainstream news media is telling you, you have that ability to look into this type of thing, you know, and um, whether it's the, the hand trembling or the stargazing. Or crystal gazing, I mean, all that, all those answers could have been brought forth, and then, um, and that's where that's another letdown of the uh, Medicine Man Association comes into play because they could have easily, um, the stargazers and ham tremblers that are part of that association, they could have went to the association and said, "Hey, look, man, um, you know, we did our." Uh, we did our gifts and this is the conclusion we came to about this. So we can kind of change things around a little bit more. And, you know, and here's the problem with Jonathan Nez. Um, he's a Christian and, you know, it's fine. If he wants to be a Christian, fine. I really don't care. But with that Christian mentality, he's trying to run an, a nation of, natives that have grown up culturally with a set way of life with a religion with a a cultural practice of using you know sacred medicine and um using um sacred prayers chants ceremonies and i don't want to say trinkets but you know the medicine men and women they carry like um they got their jish bag, you know, they got their stuff in there that to help heal and stuff like that. Uh, correct nature and put everything back into balance and harmony. But when the Medicine Man Association is there, there, there was a story about, I don't know how true this is because I really didn't have time to read that stupid newspaper because I was more focused on um, getting our supplies out to the veterans and stuff like that at the time. But there was something written or someone told me about a story where Jonathan Nez had this money come in that was that he was supposed to give to the veterans or could have gave to the veterans, but he gave it to the medicine man association. 
And I'm like, well, you're a Christian, so why are you giving money to them? Isn't wouldn't the Christian way to be, you know, is to give it to the soldiers who have fought for for God and country, you know, who who swore to uphold the Constitution of the United States, you know, and all that all that hand raising and giving oath to the country and everything's based off of God and like in the money says in God we trust and all that stuff. So wouldn't that make more sense to give that money to the veterans, you know, to let them use it as they see fit? Because when he gave it to the Medicine Man Association, now if that's true, if it is true, because I haven't really checked up on this, but if that's true and he gave the money to the Medicine Man Association, where's the progress? What was supposed to come of that? Because there's nothing, you know, and, and like I said, um, all the... Uh, hand tremblers and stargazers really had an opportunity to step forward and talk to Jonathan Nez and say, all right, look, you know, this is what we all discovered. And we all agree that, you know, you can, you can do this and that here on the land. You can tighten restrictions, loosen restrictions. You can, uh, let the ceremonies go on or, you know, whatever conclusion these guys came to that would have really been helpful. And, you know, everybody's pretty much, uh, all Navajos are like, they're all about Denebekeya, you know, and, um, when it comes down to jewelry and anything Navajo related, they're proud, you know, they're, they're proud of it and they want to show it off and they want to let people know that, you know, this is our jewelry, this is our rug, this is our language, this is our way of dressing, this is our ceremony, these are the things we do that make us who we are um, because we're five-fingered beings, you know. But all that kind of goes to waste because they listen to the mainstream media. The Medicine Man Association listening to CNN. The Medicine Man Association listening to ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC. All those... Um, all those um, news medias that just really jumped on this. And then, you know, obviously, I, you know, KTNN's a pile of shit, so um, I'm not really including them in it. They're just they're just a, a, a sheeple type of a radio station that just follow the trends and stuff like that. And, and anything that gives them money, then that's what they're going to do. So I already went down that uh, ugly-ass rabbit trail last year when I was talking about the, um, the failure of KTNN. I think it was for the last episode of... Uh, season two anyways and so with all that being said um the the fact that we're five-fingered beings and we can't work together and we can't find an answer and a solution really falls back onto how truthful the government is there's government officials who are five-fingered beings but they are doing what they're doing for I'm pretty sure it's money. Everybody kind of, I think at this point, everybody knows it's money. And, and if, um, if Joe Biden was supposed to be the Messiah that was supposed to crush and, and dispose of Donald Trump, then why didn't he utilize the native Americans to come on in and, uh, maybe do a cleansing for the white house? It doesn't matter because they had already had all this plan, just like that September 11th, you know. And I like that Michael Moore documentary where he really went back into time and put everything together and kind of showed like a domino effect of what really happened that led to that um, 
quote unquote terrorist attack, you know, or terrorist attacks. And so that's where it just kind of really makes me want to say, you know, take more pride in being a five fingered being. And I, I want to utilize that terminology a lot more because it, it just sounds pretty cool to me. You know, it sounds like the five fingered being, um, corporation or something like that, you know, uh, uh, a business where they're trying to help people who are in dire need. And they're like, well, if as long as you're a five-fingered being, we can help you. Now, that, um, you know, that that whole thought of the uh, five-fingered being, it could, it could be twisted if somebody says, well, I was born handicapped and I only have two fingers or I had, I was born with radiation sickness and I only have, you know, one finger or, or five, no, or like six nubs or something, you know, and it just, it just kind of makes me, kind of makes me wonder what that would look like, you know, but, um, yeah, for the most part, um, the, the whole idea of, uh, the Navajos being five fingered beings, it, it kind of, uh, doesn't hold any water, doesn't hold any weight to our own tribal government and all the, um, the non answers and the shadiness that goes on behind closed doors, because I already knew that that stupid, witch um, Perlene Kirk, the, uh, the former comptroller or the controller or whatever the hell that she position she was, I already knew she was going to be stealing all that money. And lo and behold, she got busted and the truth came out and, Jonathan Nez like, all right, well, yeah, we got to get rid of you so you don't leave a lead a paper trail that comes back to me. Well, you know, I'm pretty sure it will, but the way the Navajo Nation tribe is set up, the government, everybody gets a slap on the wrist. And it's like, so, you know, when it comes down to Clagato Veterans Nonprofit, uh, I, I dare them to slap us on the wrist, you know. I'm like, go ahead, try it. Let's see what happens, man. Because I, I journeyed you know, quite a hard path in order to start to see these changes happening. And, and the funny thing is that I really can't see it, but others have. And all I'm trying to do is just inspire others to say, you know what, the, the future is changing because the government changed it. So if that's going to be the way things are going to turn out, then we might as well take advantage of it, learn the same thing and use it to our advantage. And that's pretty much how uh, I view like um, martial arts. Uh, if you learn someone's fighting style, you can, you know, pretty much beat them up. Too. <laughs> um, and then that goes the same with um, uh, just anything competitive in this life, whether it's sports, politics, uh, film, music. And when you when you're in that competitive mind state. Uh, so our state of mind, hopefully, you know, it is leading, leading you to more of a, a path of being a leader. And so you can find out answers and you can come to your own logical conclusion. The next time the government starts throwing all this stuff at everybody. And when the government actually agrees on something, that's a tremendous red flag. Uh, all the governments all over the world agreed that the coronavirus was deadly. Well, except for, I think it was uh, North Korea and Russia, but other than maybe uh, Antarctica. <laughs> I don't know if there's any governments down there, but um, 
And just remember that, you know, if the governments all agree with each other and they're working together, that's some evil shit happening behind closed doors. But oh well, you know, uh, here we are, so let's just keep uh, chugging along. And let's go jump into our third subject of the night, which will be, ta-da, traditional medicine. <laughs> <laughs> 